to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. Uh, we're back after a week off. Uh, it feels it felt, mm. feels longer than that. We've all got tans. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I am glowing. Uh, I am Mike Marbach, the host. Uh, and if you could introduce yourself, uh, going around with, with you, well, I guess we'll start with. Yeah. With you. I, by the way, for the record, I'm to his left. Yeah. yeah. Uh, David Danella. Uh, Whitney Harris. That's right. Just the three of us here. We're doing our season six rap party, and uh, we're going to break this up into a few different parts. Uh, but before we get to the wrap up for season six, which was amazing, we received a tweet this week, David. Before we began this podcast, you were talking about geocaching. Yeah. What is that? So geocaching is um, up until like three days ago. And still, technically, it was this thing for outdoor nerds, um, where, like, you would, like, you would, like, hide, like, a little thing somewhere out in the wild, and then you'd, uh, make public its, like, geolocation, like, um, its GPS coordinates, and somebody with a GPS would, like, go find the thing. And it was just kind of like this large, like, this elaborate global game of hide-and-seek. Uh, then... Now we live in a post-Pokemon Go world. <laughs> Geocaching is now a thing that people use to catch Pokemon around their cities and suburbs. Cool. Uh, and as we learned tonight, there are several Pokemon in this very location. Uh, there yeah. were. Yeah, go, oh, to, were. Go, to my, go to the SRM mansion <laughs> if you're looking to catch a Staryu or a Metapod. And didn't you say I live in a gym? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I just started, so I'm not level enough to gym it up. But yeah, you're in a gym. That's pretty great, you I could, think. The reason I bring it up is because we received a tweet at SRM Podcast by, uh, no, from, uh, at Gary Barnick. He sent a photo of, um, I, if, to me, I wasn't even sure what I was looking at. It looked like a elementary school test. I wasn't sure what it was. But in the, in the side, um, uh, it said, on, written on this sheet, which was found in Glendive, Montana in a geocaching location, uh-huh. uh, on this sheet of paper, said Stark Raven Mad. What? Yeah. Uh, exactly, like our podcast name. It wasn't like Stark Raving Mad, it was Stark Raven Mad. Wow. And he, he tweeted that to us and he said, hey, found this at a geocaching, uh, geocaching find in Glendive, Montana. Yeah. So, like, what happens with geocaching is, like, they'll find, like, a box and people will, like, sign it as they find it. So, I guess... Somebody found somebody. I don't know. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Who? Why are people in Montana? List. I mean, no, I shouldn't say why, but like, you Montana's a uh, Montana's a place of like what three hundred thousand people. It's big sky country. Is that what that is up there? Uh, I think so. So Montana has uh, oh Montana's not Wyoming. My Montana has one million people. It's the I think the fifth largest state in the union. Right, at least uh, it's a, it's a, Alaska. It's a huge it might Alaska, Texas, California. I think Montana's after that. Actually, it's the fourth largest state in the union. Uh, a million people, so it has one of the lowest like uh, people per square mile. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. Yeah. That there, the fact that we have two list two SRM listeners <laughs> within <laughs> geocache location of each other. <laughs> Is remarkable. So I just thought that that was neat. If you want to tweet at us uh, after listening to this, or you, I don't know, find a, um, a printout and it says Stark Raven Mad in a dumpster or something, um, first of all, wash your hands. 
and then tweet at SRM podcast, uh, all those weird things. That's pretty awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and one thing I'll say, uh, fans out there, you know, I like to put out different, um, goals for everybody, uh, is, uh, you don't actually have to geocache to fake a geocache. If you guys want, take a piece of paper, write Stark Raven Mad on it, crumble it up, <laughs> and take a picture of it near a tree and step, tell us you... Step one of the few times. Yeah. No, but to make it look authentic, you have to use several different pens, several different handwritings to, mm-hmm. like, do other geocaching. Ca- oh, geocacher. Ca- found? I don't know. What, what the, what, like, who geocache people are? Yeah. Let's come up with a name for them right now. Has Pokemon used geocache them all? Ooh. Oh. If not, they will. If they not, they owe us a million dollars. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's oh, begin good. with our uh, our recap. Okay. Um, we're gonna start off with uh, Sam and Gilly. Oh. Uh, I'll read through just a very quick uh, summary of the story, and then we can just open it up to talk about whatever. Um, they traveled to Horn Hill. Uh, to be chewed out by Randall Tarley. Yeah. Uh, after being chewed out, Sam leaves with Heartsbane, the family Valerian steel sword. Uh, they arrive at the Citadel in Old Town. Yep. That's yeah. pretty much it. Uh, so, uh, how you feeling about Sam and Gilly? Alright, here's the thing, Season right? six. And we all know about this. <laughs> you do not bring your high school girlfriend to college with you. <laughs> and that is exactly what Sam is doing. At the Citadel. Look, Gilly's dope. She's a good lady, but she met, she and Sam met, both met at times of high stress for both of them. Mm -hmm. And they've been great for each other. But what if Sam meets a nice girl who like, likes the same books as him and like, you know, you know, retracts things that he didn't even realize he was into. And same for Gilly. Yes. I was going to say, could go the other way. What if Gilly's like, I mean, she's got nothing but time on her hands and a baby. But uh, she's wandering the market now because she's not allowed in the bookstore or the library. That's what I'm saying. Like, if either of them is going to meet somebody new, it's going to be Gilly. Uh, Sam is going to be around all dudes. Mostly maybe he'll meet a dude. That's allowed. Old dudes. That's allowed. The sept isn't there. He can meet dudes. He can meet an older man. Maybe get out some daddy issues. The thing is that they are both closing themselves off to new opportunities. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, this was a pretty, uh, this was like a pretty low impact season for Sam and Gilly. Like, when you consider all the shit they've been through, um, this was just a, like, getting yelled at by your father in games of Game of Thrones. Like, like, where does that rank on, like, hard season? Well, I mean, thinking about it, uh, Sam killed a White Walker, and that seemed easier for him than to sit there and have his father uh, chew him out. Yeah. So it, it, it hits, him, hits him pretty hard. So I think, like, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's not as eventful for us. Uh, mm-hmm. But for him, I mean, that seemed like the real trial. Uh, and it wasn't until after it happened that he was able to pick his, you know, put himself together and say, fuck this place. Yeah, Gilly had to defend him. Yeah. It's real sad. Yeah. Um, of course, it's in her defending him that just drove the uh, mm. the wedge even deeper. I know. Because uh, she didn't quite listen to what not the words not to say. Yeah. Uh, Whitney, any anything to... Uh... Mm. Babies turned out real cute. Yeah, and it's growing at an alarming rate at this point. Yeah, 
It's going to be a big baby. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I love Gilly's makeover. She looks great. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, Sam's really got to watch out. Mm-hmm. I saw a tweet. I don't remember who it is at this point, uh, but I think it's a listener. Um, said the further south she gets, the the more, like, the better looking she gets. <laughs> oh Gilly's going to be in the if tough she makes squad. It to, if she makes it to Dorn, she's on the tough squad. <laughs> yeah. uh, anything else on Sam and Gilly? Are we going to just move right along? Um... I think that's. I think we got enough. Yeah, yeah. We'll have months and months of speculation time, uh, as far as where they're going, yeah, and what's going to happen here. Oh, one thing I just want to say is like, I, maybe the baby is growing at the right pace. Like, may, everybody else is like moving instantly, so maybe that baby is the only thing we actually have to gauge, like how much time is passing. Maybe. Just a just food for thought. Yeah. Do you think we see much of Sam next season, or do you think he's just going to be like reading? I think we have to see some of Sam next season, because otherwise, why are we seeing Sam at all? That's a great point. Um, I I think, like, maybe we get, like, one episode, like a big... Not a... It's never going to be a huge... I think, yeah, no, I think we get a big Sam episode, mm-hmm. and then we kind of, like, wrap him up, and then, like, the next time we see him, it's like, he's just, like, waving to some, like, Jon Snow for the last time. Like, Jon Snow's, like, taking a victory march, and Sam's like, hey, buddy, and they hug each other, and then it's goodbye. He's going to be getting bullied by some of the other Meisters in... Meister, Meisters. Yeah. <laughs> the old Meisters. The Meisters in training, and some shadowy figure, hooded figure, comes over, mm-hmm. stands up for him, and who's going to be? Gendry. Oh. That'd Gendry. be incredible. He, he just snuck in to read a little bit. I'm looking at pictures of Gilly right now. She would have crushed the nineties. She would have crushed them so hard. Well, she was in um, the British show. What was it called? It was like a teen show. About, uh-huh. And she was Down like this. Abbey. Close. Oh, what was it? It was about just like teens having sex and having like drug and like. Oh God! I skins. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she was in Skins, so she yeah. kind of rocked though. Yeah, that's like... I yeah. guess that was early 2000s. That was early 2000s, yeah. She, but she just has that look of, like, um, just, like, doesn't she... Like, I'm just going to show... Oh, for those yeah. looking, like, she just, like... She looks like somebody who would have really, like, done well. Yeah. Uh, and not, not that she's not doing well now. Um, yeah. It's just her look is very conducive to, like, being a love interest of, like, James Vanderbeek. Yeah, and she's a... Indie singer songwriter. Oh, is she? I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, and if she oh. was in yeah, the nineties, oh yeah, 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 she'd have a guitar. She'd be on. She'd be on Lilith Fair. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right. Let's move along then to to Dorn, uh, where Dorn and Tristan are killed. Sand snakes take over. Uh, they align with Danny uh, after a visit from Varys and Elena. Uh, perfect amount of Dorn this season. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and some might even say too much. Uh, no, I mean, no, I was like a nice I button. Would. Yeah. I think they had to address it, be like, okay, I know the last season wasn't that great, but like, it's still here, and then end it with like, we well, yeah, forget about them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was perfect amount. Still don't know where the Sand Snakes killed Tristan, though, right? He was on the boat. In King's Landing? Yeah. So they just like traveled back, I guess? Swam back. I think so. Because I, the... The alternative, like, the alternative is that, like, they would have had to be on the boat with Jamie for, like, 
Actually, I don't know. Maybe they, maybe he did get killed immediately. But like, then don't they have to turn around at some point? Like, if this yeah. boat flies away, sails away, whatever that word is, and they kill Tristan like at the same place that uh, Marcella died, that boat turns around, right? You think so? I don't think so. Uh, I think it's like, holy shit, let's get the hell out of here. Um, but if you're on a boat, aren't you like, whoever killing these people's on this boat? I mean, they were down there alone, uh, Jamie and Bronn. Uh, so what are they going to do? Like, there's people. Killing- oh, it's not about that. It's about like it's about like if Tristan dies, then doesn't somebody have to snitch to Doran and say, "Hey, Tristan's dead." Yeah, might want to. That seems more of like a house. in-person telling, not like a raven, like a sea yeah. raven. But yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm. I'm not sure where exactly that took. James I just to think it, figure that out. I just think it makes no sense from a filmmaking point of view to show Marcella's body being delivered to King's Landing with a boat in the distance, mm-hmm. while having, and then go to a flashback of Tristan being killed or Tristane being killed before the boat got to where it was. But maybe not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we didn't see him for, like, what, seven episodes? So maybe they were just rowing back. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, we saw we saw very little of Doran this season. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody's okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, they are now aligned with the with Highgarden, with the Tyrells. Um, Greyjoys. And uh, I'm pretty sure that they're going to be... The landing point for this huge fleet that's coming. Yes. Uh, I mean, I guess the possibility is still there that she lands on Dragonstone. Where isn't that where Aegon Aegon landed when he first came over? From. Oh, is that like is that like some like deep book detail? I don't think so. Isn't Dragonstone the ancestral home of uh, the Targaryens once they've reached? Uh, that sounds right. Uh, that feels right. Westeros. That sounds right. That seems like a real simple detail that we should all be ashamed to not know. Uh, probably. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm so far beyond shame with this show. I still don't know a lot of people's names. So, I'll get locations next year. Wonderful. Uh, then let's move on to... Aria. A girl has a name. Uh, Aria training and gets her sight back. She doesn't kill Lady Crane, calls it quits, fights and kills the Waif, returns to Westeros, kills Walder Frey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arya was, a, 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 I guess, a nice storyline, but, it, I mean, she has been, and even with this season, I feel like she has been uh, a demonstration of how the show sometimes, like, <coughs> I feel like could show a little bit more restraint in some yeah. ways, like... They did montages with her sometimes. Sometimes they didn't do montages with her. Um, I had this conversation with a frequent contributor to the podcast, Hunter Steffs. Steffes. But um, we were talking about the fact that, like, Arya's storyline would have actually been, like, much more interesting versus the way they actually did it if they had just done what they did with Bran. And have Arya enter the house of white and black and then have the next time she shows up be her killing Walter Frey. Um, because right now, like, I don't believe that she's actually, like, we had, a, like, a like last 
last podcast, we had like a 20 minute conversation about like, does Arya even really know how to do any of the things yeah. that all the other people do? Because it sure as hell didn't look like she learned all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it it's like kind of a season and a half of a lot of the same stuff. Wheel spinning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a lot of this season uh, with the montage. Because, like, she gets through the montages and it's like, yeah, she's got it down. Now she's going to, like, get ready to, to leave or she's going to be, become a faceless man. And then she's still getting her ass kicked. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, it, it was a fun storyline. You had said, David, that they could have used a little more restraint. Uh, in some cases, I think they could have shown a little bit more, like that fight with the uh, with the waif. They didn't they didn't show that. Uh, they didn't show the fight with the. This is uh, another storyline we'll get to, but the the blackfish thing, mm-hmm. an off screen death. Um, so we've been dealing with this waif for two seasons. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um, so let's let's just let's see. Secretly, see just as annoying as Ramsey Bolton. The waif. The waif, just mean <laughs> yeah. for no reason. Yeah. Uh, Noah. No purpose beyond just wanting to hurt other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ultimately, I mean, I get Ramsey affected the plot more. But, like, all the way was there to do was bug Arya until she decided to come back to Westeros. Yeah. Very dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, some backstory. Like, why'd she come there? I mean, yeah. she made up that who knows if that story's true. Just what's her deal? Because there was like two people in that whole building, right? Mm-hmm. That was uh, another weird thing, right? Two people in that whole building. Yeah. This is like supposed to be like they do all the assassinations in the entire world or what? Yeah. They, they got all those faces to themselves. Or is it like a library and we just didn't happen to see everybody else coming and going? Mm-hmm. Check it out, guys. Yeah, checking out faces. Yeah. Um, and like what? And at the end, did Arya kill the guy or just like leave and like take a bunch of faces? She must have... I th- well, I don't think she, she killed uh, Jockin. Um, I think we'll see him again. Um, if we don't, I think it, it felt like a nice conclusion to that, but I do think we'll see him in Season 7, probably in Westeros. Um, but, uh, yeah, she must have <laughs> she must have stolen a face. But that we talked about that before, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again. We don't know the rules of this... Uh, of this... the faceless stuff. Um... Yeah. I bet she took a bunch of faces. <clears throat> just stuffed a suitcase. It's like when you uh, when you leave a job and you just like, <laughs> fuck it. I don't know why, but I'm taking all my business cards back. Yeah, yeah. I'm she took taking pencils, all these highlighters, yeah. pencils, all, all the House of Black and White pens. Yeah, pens, faceless uh, men calendar, post-it notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take a couple tea bags just for good measure. <laughs> couple uh, Bravo C coffee curry packets. <laughs> yeah, hell mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, you take the menus from the break room. <laughs> I like this place. Nobody else likes this place. Yeah. Why not? Another thing with her, like in her storyline, when she like maybe would have died getting stabbed, I feel like she that was just like it wasn't sad. Like, oh no, Arya dies. It was like almost maddening because it was like she dies, and we wasted all of that time just yeah. watching her get beat up by a, like getting beat with a stick. Ugh. Yeah. I would have just been mad. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, it was actually like very similar to the case that, I don't know if you were around when Frank made this case about Jon Snow dying, but it was like, what, why did we watch this mm-hmm. if Jon Snow actually died? Like, what has, 
You got like I think with with somebody like Arya, you're looking at like what has Arya actually done to affect the plot, and what does her dying do to affect the plot going forward? Other than Arya's dead, it, it just shock. Like yeah. the character has no point if that. Like Rob affected the plot, both when he was alive and him dying affected the plot. Mm-hmm. Same with um, same with Rob's mom, whose name I can't remember, Catelyn. Yeah. Uh, same with Ned. Uh, pretty much every character that has died has affected the plot, and thus their death also affects the plot. Yeah. Um, Jon Snow's death doesn't move the needle in any meaningful way, except for perhaps the fact that there's one less person who cares about the White Walkers around. Yeah. Uh, Arya's death, if Arya gets killed by the Waif, it's like... Okay, like, so what, she had nothing to do with anything, really? Because everyone already thinks she's dead, so it's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, there would have been a couple people that knew that she she wasn't. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brienne, the Hound, Mm -hmm. um, Podrick. Mm -hmm. uh, But other than that, Mm -hmm. she she has skipped town. Right. So she could be assumed dead once again. Right. But yeah, I... That was one of the most annoying things of her arc to me, other than them not showing the fight with her and the Waif, was that whole how, how she ends up or how she gets out of this near-death moment. Yep. Um, and it was one of the cases which we talked about where the the theories were more rewarding than what actually happened. Uh, the theory that the the waif was like a figment of her imagination, like in a Fight Club sort of way, right? Uh, or that it was Jock and Hagar testing testing the waif. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was another one too. I can't remember what it was, but there was a bunch of theories that ended up being more cl- that ha- ended up being more fun uh, and clever than what actually ended up taking place. Because yeah. it was just like, yeah, all she needed was uh, some rest, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. some two Tylenol and a good night's sleep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, so, but that said, I mean, I'm not. We don't want to like sound like it was all just like. No. Because it was super fun when she killed Walter Frey. Oh yeah, that was oh, a, absolutely. That was great. Yeah. Um, she picked a good face. Yeah. 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 It's uh, a good face. Again, David again, would not I, I allow. Was, yeah, I was. I was all. I was very, almost. I was like, I had my. I had the contract <laughs> out. I was ready to sign into the Tough Squad. Ah, uh, Zarya not in the Tough Squad. What Arya's a child. Uh, the face that she used. Ah. Uh, we can't, can't put be, just faces in the tough squad. Yeah, we can't be putting kids in the tough squad. <laughs> She's not really a child anymore, though. Mm, still feels weird. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't it feel weird, Whitney? I mean, she is, like, this big. She's, like, this big, and she's, like, 18 in a day. M- maybe, maybe... Listen, Arya, we don't talking know how directly old, to you... We don't know how old her face, the face she used was. Oh, I'm not talking about... No, I'm not... I'm, that face, that's what I'm saying, was about to get added to the tough squad. But yeah. when it turned out to just be Arya... Yeah. We don't we don't add temporary characters to the tough squad. Well, that one red priestess got added. Yeah, because we we thought she was going to be a bigger deal. Yeah, we thought both those we thought both those red priestesses <laughs> were going to be a bigger deal. Actually, Kinvara. Um, yeah, Kinvara was the one uh, that ended up having a little bit bigger of a part. Well, mm-hmm. you were about to talk directly to Arya. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Arya. Listen, uh, if I I don't know why this would be the case, but if He's your goal is to, if your goal is to be on the tough squad, <laughs> uh, just send us a tweet. We'll get you on there. Um, but, but I, I'm probably going to wait until after 
after the series finale to add you to the top. After they show her 21st name day party. <laughs> when, when I, I, I'm never adding a to the tough squad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're you're a kid. We grew up with you. It's my 21st yeah. name day. Sorry. sorry. Oh, all right. Wouldn't uh, it feel icky if she if she got with somebody in the show? If she's gonna get it with anybody, it's gonna be Gendry. Yeah. Wouldn't it feel, feel icky. It doesn't, doesn't feel icky. I don't know. No. Okay. I mean, if it was like three seasons ago, yes, but like she's matured. I guess. I, mean, I, I guess. This is this might be my own failure to recognize the fact that she's a person now. Or not a person, like a grown person. <laughs> An um, adult. I hope her and, is it Gendry? Gendry. Yeah. Is he the boat rower? Yeah. 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 I hope um, they meet back up. Yeah, and, and he's her, real built from all yeah. the boating he's done. And her diary. It's all upper body, body strength, though. He's got, like, chicken legs. Yeah. <laughs> he can't stand. Yeah. Ooh. Somebody's skipping leg day. Yeah. Um... All right, uh, let's do a little bit of a detour. Yeah. Uh, talk about some reviews. Here we do. Uh, we had a contest running, uh, and since that contest has ended, we have not gotten any more reviews. What? Uh, so how about that? Uh, you can wait. Are you guys only reviewing the podcast to win swag? Yes. Yes. Does that mean we're doing a new contest? We will be doing a new contest. Uh, it'll be announced on our next uh, TBD. Uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be doing a bunch of episodes throughout this off season, but they're going to be a little more sporadic. So you'll want to subscribe, subscribe to the podcast, so you don't have to keep uh, checking the uh, checking the website or checking the iTunes mm-hmm. uh, or uh, or Twitter. Just but, subscribe, and it'll it'll you'll, it'll it'll find you. And we'll say like starting today, uh, or so today. This podcast is going out on July 11th. Any. Um, What's it called? Reviews that we get after July 11th. We will count towards this. Yes. Contest. So New don't contest. don't feel like you have to wait until you hear what the prizes are. Yeah. Just so uh, us now. Our last contest winner was Rachel. Uh, probably saying this wrong. Kilker or Kilcher. Yeah. Uh, so she won. We thought it was a he. It, it is a she. It is a she. Uh, she um, for those of you who had forgotten, this was the person who famously was like, "I like everything about the podcast except Mike." That's. Not entirely accurate. <laughs> uh, no, she didn't like when I when I cut off uh, cut off bits a little too uh, a little too prematurely. Mm-hmm. Um, so she she won the contest. She had the option of either three original pieces of fan fiction or, or and art. Like Whitney was going to draw some art. Yeah, I was going to draw one of the fan fictions. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's going to illustrate. It was going to be dope. Or. Uh, Choosing something from Amazon for $25 or less. Uh, and she went with... Choosing? Choosing the Amazon Amazon prize. So, you, she was... You, uh, Rachel, you were already on Mike's bad side. <laughs> She's not and, on my bad side. And you have now... Uh, you have now upset the egos <laughs> of four... <laughs> other people no, affiliated with the SRM no, podcast. No less than four. Yeah, no less than four. We were ready to put... And by the way, we are all creatives. Like, it's not like we are a bunch of... Um, like, we're not a bunch of people that, like, work at a factory and then do an SRM podcast. Like, Whitney is a professional at what... At, like, doing drawing and stuff like that. What are you? Pre- uh, professional graphic designer. You're a professional graphic designer. Kind of. That's not my, like... Title, title, but yeah. Yeah, what do you say? <laughs> I don't know. 
Persona. My title's, like, not a real title. Okay. Well, we don't have to say your real title. But, yeah. It's... Like, Whitney's a trained professional <laughs> at graphic design. You're not helping uh, case I, like, I'm not yes. going to say. I'm not going to say where everybody works, but we all, like... Like, this, this stuff would have been good. You Cre- missed out. Creative is actually in my official title. Yeah, creative is in Whitney's title. Apparently, the, the minds that give you all the riffs that you hate Mike cutting off are not good enough <laughs> to produce some personalized content. We, we would have put you in the content. Anyway, I've gone on for too long. Uh, I hope you enjoy your t-shirt. Uh, I hope you I hope you wear it as you don't read fan fiction. David. But, uh, but is, thank you for listening. But Yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. um, sorry to cut you off. Uh, no, I was David. Done. I don't think she's going to complain about me cutting off uh, <laughs> you tearing into yeah. her. <laughs> um, but uh, is it safe to say that part of the next contest will be some fanfic slash picks? Mike, it's not safe to say, and no. I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'm going to make a statement right now. Is because now Rachel could have had something special for herself. But in defiance of that, <laughs> I'm making this of, promise. Of this is um, we're going to be doing more podcasts in the off season of Game of Thrones uh, because we we respect the listeners and we want them to have fun and be able to listen in and think about Game of Thrones in different ways. So and, what we're going to do and how else are we going to get through the next year? How are we going to get? They already delayed the next season. Yeah, yeah. That's... Uh, so what are we going to do? We are going to do a special episode of the SRM podcast where um, a couple of us will write some fan fiction, we'll read them like scripts, we'll do some audio dramas. <clears throat> Can people send in their own that we'll read? Ooh, yeah, would, uh, and send them in. I would send, think so. Yeah, send them in. Uh, we'll, we'll read at, definitely the best one, and depending on how many we get, <laughs> the only one. <laughs> uh, that Send those to srmpodcast at gmail.com and uh, yeah and we'll have a nice fun little podcast like that alright I'm gonna move us along uh, <laughs> no, slightly angry and annoyed but again uh, <laughs> thank you for listening thank you, thank for you listening. very much and congratulations uh, yes congratulations uh, it should be there this week uh, we're gonna go to the Riverlands with Jamie first Jamie Jamie is sent to the Riverlands in King's Landing after Tom and uh, wusses out with the high sparrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, he takes over Riverrun from the for the phrase because uh, Blackfish has retaken it or has had taken it back. Uh, Edmure uh, is a wuss and he he's walked over and gives up Riverrun. Blackfish is killed. Uh, Jamie runs into Brienne and Podrick there. Uh, Brienne was sent there from by Sansa. Um, and then he returns home to find Cersei, where we will talk about her. Cersei being bad. Yeah, real bad. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think of Jamie's story this this season compared to last? Mm-hmm. Or overall? I'm trying to, like, recap. I really thought Jamie was going to die this season. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, especially with that one episode, like... He was giving some great monologues, and mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, yeah, get all that in before he, like, I thought that was the end of him. So I was yeah. very shocked that he survived. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, ditto what Whitney said. Like, yeah, he, he gave, like, great monologues. Mm-hmm. Like, he had, first he just had, like, a great earned moment with Brienne, right? Like, uh, when I think about the Jamie Riverland story, I just think about, like, 
the show is kind of past the relationship building point. I mean, there are going to be a, probably a couple of relationships that still get built, but like, um, the stuff that happened between Jamie and Brienne was good because, you know, two, three seasons ago, those two spent a lot of time together and we got invested in their relationship and it was dope. Um, and then, uh, and then his scene with Edmure was just like good acting, right? Like it was like super good and super fun and super interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so for me, this was like, this was a good Jamie season, really good Jamie season. Uh, and the Blackfish, it was nice to have everybody shut up about him. Like he's finally <laughs> back. So we don't have to be like, Oh, the, no, like we don't even have to worry about what happens because the Blackfish is still out there. Well, there was just, that was one of several. I mean, Gendry, for the most part, is the only one that's still just kind of the wild, a wild card. Because we had Benjin come back. We had, um, Rickon. Yep. Uh, Osha. Uh, uh, Blackfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there was there was several. We had Frey. Like there was a lot of returning people we hadn't seen for seasons. Yeah. Uh, not to mention the ones that were just kind of wild, really wild cards as far yeah. as where they could how they could have things. And the Hound. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. Yeah. So. So for me, uh, Jamie's arc, big thumbs up. Uh, the Blackfish question handled handled well. I thought. Um. Yeah. I thought it was handled well, other than, after so long, not even getting an on-screen death. No, I liked that. No. I I, liked him just being like, "Eh, I'm just gonna go. Because I I like the memory, like, the memory of him being, uh, like, that final (coughs) scene with him, like, I think is like, like, that's how I want to remember the Blackfish. Yeah. That fits with his character, um... That you know, annoyed me too, though. What? Oh, that he that, didn't leave. That he wouldn't leave. But I, I do understand it. It's his home, and if it's going to go down, it's, he's going to go down with it. Um, but at the same time, it's fucking done, dude. Get on the boat. But if he got on the boat, Brian and Podrick would have made it out. That's possible, yeah. Yeah, that's possible. Because yeah, he... Jamie would have been like, hi. Like, yeah. Waving his golden hand. Um, yeah. Any Any other thoughts, Whitney? Anything about Jem? Jemme? His armor, armor was on point. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yo, he one of good. the benefits of Cersei being queen now Yeah. Mm, is that if if we got a bunch of people march around in that Lannister armor, boy oh boy. <laughs> it's a nice look. Boy oh boy oh. No, he had a good season. He got that nice moment with his daughter right before... Oh, yeah. Was that the beginning of that the season? That was the end of season five. That was, yeah, the end of season five. Never mind. Yeah. That was still nice. Uh, the, the moment he had with his with his daughter this season was uh, standing over her dead body. Thinking, do I go for it again? No. <laughs> that would have been, mo- been more money in Whitney's pocket. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, and yeah. I was, like, still holding on even, like, after she got buried after the funeral. I was like, they could still, like, sneak away. But, oh, she is Ash now. Yeah. Uh, this ties into the Stone Cold Locks, which we'll get into in a moment. But uh, briefly, uh, could you recap what that lock was? With- oh, I, uh, I was my Stone Cold Lock was that Jamie and Cersei would have another romantic moment by one of their dead children's bodies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. I said, "What's her name?" In 
Do you want me to just say it? Yeah. How you said it? Yeah, sure. Uh, Jamie and Cersei have makeup sex on Marcella's dead body. Yeah, I said yeah. a lot. Or near. <laughs> I, I think we, we, we accepted near. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Hunter said that that had a 100% chance of happening. <laughs> I think he which gave me ruined, a point. Yeah, which ruined your spread on that. Not that it ultimately yeah, mattered. Not that but... mattered. And Tom and they cremated, so that's out. Well, no, it's not. What if they, uh, what if they plant a flower bed? Right, with we'll, Thomas Ashes. Sorry. <laughs> we'll yeah. talk more about Stunk Locks uh, momentarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as Jamie goes, uh, anything else you want to add? <sighs> yeah, I'm just... I'm excited to see what happens next season. Because sure. I feel like either he's going to die or he's going to kill Cersei. Like Could be both. Yeah. True. Because they came in, I feel like they keep harping on like we came into this world together. We've mm-hmm. always been together. So I feel like if one goes, they're both gone. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'd say I used to have a big crush on Jamie, but if I had a tough squad, I think he'd be on his way out. Yeah. Just saying. Is it I don't know why. The hair? the hair is that what's changed? Does he have a new hairdo? Isn't his hair short now? Didn't he yeah, start out with like short. longer hair? He started out looking like uh, the prince from Shrek. Maybe that's it. I don't know. I used to be like, he's very handsome, and now I'm just like, mm. Oh, he started out, like, way more handsome. I mean, he's been through a lot. I get it. He had, he had a very Clooney-like transition. Uh, you know what it reminds me of is, um, like, in Mad Men, mm-hmm. like, everybody started out very dapper, and then they slowly, <laughs> partially because of time, but partially with just, like, really great makeup work, like... All the, like, men in that show. Like, watch the last season of Mad Men. Uh, the only guy that was, like, attractive in Roger. season one is Roger. Yeah. That, that's still attractive by the end of it yeah. is Roger. He, he like, Don Draper is a f- effing mess by He must have seven. it in his contract because uh, I can't remember his, his name, but uh, on the show, uh, he's Roger. He's a good-looking man. Uh, I was just watching Veep. And mm-hmm. he's uh, he's in there as well. Yeah, John Slattery. John Slattery, yeah. Um, I spoke to John Slattery once. Oh. Um, I was an extra on Flags of Our Fathers. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it was him. Uh, that was It was him and Jesse Bradford mm-hmm. of Swim Fan. Uh, and some, and other, other things that are a little more, uh, uh, I guess, n- notable. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I was just an extra on that, and they were talking about uh, Stacy's mom, the song. Right. <laughs> and uh, Jesse Bradford had asked, like, who the fuck sings that? He says, like, who the fuck sings that? And I'm standing uh, with an earshot, maybe like four feet away. So I just turned around. It's, uh, it's Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> they sing Stacy's mom. And they're like, oh, Fountains of Wayne, that's right, cool. And then he's like, just don't me talk off. to me. <laughs> yeah. Don't ever talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that was, a, that was a neat experience because I also got directed by Clint Eastwood. Personally, what? yeah, what as an extra, keep doing what you're doing. Get the, f- what? <laughs> Get the fuck out of the shot. <laughs> uh, well, we had to do this scene where uh, a couple of the soldiers are, uh, uh, one of the soldiers over- overdrank and is vomiting off to the side. And we're leaving a theater, uh, which was actually at Soldier Field in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And uh, we leave, uh, and we're not supposed to notice right away, because no one comes out like immediately looking to their left. Um, but mostly everybody that was in this particular group just kept coming out because they knew what was going to be there. They just kept, 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 kept uh, looking to the left. Um, 
So uh, we, we, we must have done it two or three times. Uh, and there was a door in front of us. And then the, the third time, the door opens. It's Clint Eastwood, who is very tall, by the way. He's like six foot five. Yeah. Uh, he is very tall, and he is a skeleton. Um, but it was he's still such like an imposing imposing figure. And he, he was just like, all right, guys. <laughs> he sounded uh, slightly angry and annoyed. Uh, I can sympathize with that. Um, all right, all right, guys. Uh, you don't know what's happening out here. So don't come out looking for it. Come out and then take notice of it. Uh, you're fine. You're fine. You keep doing what you're doing. That's me. Uh, and, uh, yeah, he just pointed out a couple people that were uh, using common sense and acting skills and uh, everybody else that didn't. Hell Did yeah. all the extras hate you then? No. You we didn't uh, know each no, other. I was, no, I didn't know. No, no, we got back to the mess hall. The lads liked me. Then, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, had my, I had my lunch bought for me. No. Oh, yeah. No, no, I didn't. Uh, um, just a quick aside. To all those people thinking about John Slattery, one thing uh, to think about, uh, he only got good-looking when he became an old man. Uh, I mean, he's fine-looking young man. We're looking at a picture of him young. Yeah. So if you're, like, if you're, uh, if you're, like, in your, like, 18s, 20s, whatever, uh, and you're like, God, I'm not handsome, hold on. Yeah. Maybe you become handsome. It's a real long, awkward face. Yeah. Uh... I think uh, the gray hair helps him. Yo, yeah. definitely. Definitely, without question. Silver Fox. How old is he now? Do you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna. Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna guess he is sixty-two. Wrong. Whitney, would All you right. like to guess? This is great podcast, by the way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Game of Thrones. Wait, no. We, after Whitney, guess fifty-two. Oh, wait, what'd you guess? Sixty-two. Oh yeah, I'll go fifty-two. He is fifty-three years old. What? <sighs> yes. Yeah. Wow. All mm. right. Well then, I uh, I'm sorry, John Slattery. Mm-hmm. It's the gray hair. Oh yeah. But you were just thinking like he looked really good for his age. Yes. So you were shooting high, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So back to the actual Game of Thrones <laughs> podcast, I sure. guess. Uh. So also in the Riverlands, the Hound. The mm-hmm. Hound shows up in one of the no, probably I think the only cold open we got this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, carrying some lumber, we see. Uh, four men carrying one long uh, log, and then we just see this guy, and it's him. Uh, then we see that he's in a commune. Uh, everybody gets killed uh, by some bad brotherhood people. Uh, he he gets to take part in the killing of them, and then he meets up with the good brotherhood without banners, and that's pretty much where we left off, right? Yeah, he joins the brotherhood without banners. Yeah. Uh, Did he officially join it? I think so. Yeah. Seems like it. We didn't see the knighting ceremony or the... What do you have to do to join them? Just, like, be like... Because that's what Gendry was about to do, right? He was just like, I'm joining them. It just sounds like he just wanted to be a dude. And then <laughs> say, hey. Yeah. Gendry just wanted the purpose. Yeah. Um, the direction in his life. It was fun. Yeah. It's fun. Can't complain about anything that happened because it was all fun. Yeah. Uh, we didn't get Clegane Bowl. We did not get a Clegane Bowl, although we did not not get a Clegane Bowl. <laughs> it's tough. Isn't it tough to yeah. say that? Clegane Bowl? Yeah. Clegane Bowl. Clegane Bowl. Um, what do you mean we did not get it? What I mean was that the the option is still there. We yeah. didn't... Nothing happened that will... To say we can't get a Clegane Bowl. Yeah. Like, they're both still there. Both pieces are still moving. It's still... 
Prussia. I don't know if it's going to happen, though. I can see Cersei instituting an almost battle dome type thing, where it's just, like, anybody, it's like, okay, you choose trial by combat, here is, you know, you have to fight this person. Um, or just for her own shits and giggles, because she doesn't have long... I really don't think she has long on that throne. Yeah. Uh, so they are going to just evil queen the shit out of her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else on the Hound? Whitney? I'll just keep I'll just keep doing a fashion update. He looks great with some wrestling update. I feel like he looked refreshed, good. <laughs> yeah, he just looks better this season. I like this casual wear. Yeah. You're talking about the, the Hound? Yeah. He looked better this season. I thought his hair looked weird. I think they, like, parted his hair a little different to, like, really focus really, on the burn. Yeah, but, they like, accentuated the scar. But he seemed more like he embraced himself, so it was like an inner beauty shining out. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think earlier seasons he kind of combed over some of the hair over the scar. This one uh-huh. where he, he was just like, you know what, fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, I am who I am. Look at my scar. Yeah. He was, like, embracing himself, embracing, like, more happiness, you know, mm-hmm. that was just glowing. Mm-hmm. I think this was just I, I, I think that the next and like are we calling next season season 7.6.5 7.5 like speaking it's a half of, season speaking right? of Mad Men right that's what they do yeah they're gonna split um, it uh, so it's the first half of season 7 I, I guess yeah uh, so uh, 7.5 no I guess 7 7 I guess we'll just call seven. it 7 um, I feel like the first half of season 7 is going to be grim and the reason why I say that is because bringing the the hound back this season, they didn't really need to do that. Yeah. So they were just peppering in something happy mm-hmm. in a season where a lot of happy things happened already. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of... I think they built all the fans back up. Like, there was a lot of happy... Like, we got a lot of wins for the good guys. Yeah, there's a lot of dominoes. A lot of other shoes mm-hmm. are going to fall pretty oh, yeah. pretty early on. Oh, yeah. I think that, that first episode is just going to be rough. Yeah. Um, and I hope they, they make these... If they are making 15 episodes... These better be hour-long episodes. I know. None yeah. of that horse shit. Yeah. No, no 49 minutes. None of that. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's uh, that's The Hound. Uh, we'll speculate as the season, off-season goes on. Uh, so let's go then to, uh, to Theon, uh, where, or the Iron Islands. Uh, Balon Greyjoy is killed uh, by Euron. There's a Kingsmooth that elects Euron. Theon arrives uh, and leaves with Yara. Uh, they arrive in Marine and align with Danny, uh, where they make a deal that they will they will have the Iron Islands. Yeah. Euron was stupid, but I'm assuming that he has a bigger plot to play. Yeah. Uh, like, it was weird how effective Yara was. Like, Yara couldn't convince anybody of anything. Right? Like, she couldn't convince her dad to help Theon. Mm-hmm. Uh, she couldn't convince Theon to leave the dogs... Uh, she couldn't convince her people to make her queen, but then she convinces Daenerys to like ride with her. Well, she was talking to all men before. She finally got a woman. Yeah, like, let's just girl talk each other. Yeah. And she's that's, like, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Was like maybe like like I don't think this was Yara's problem. I think it was her audience. Yeah. Um. So uh, so she came through, and it was uh, it was fine. 
there... What's the guy's name that is king of the Iron Islands now? Euron. So... Danny's obviously left where she's at. Is he still headed there, do you think? Is going to be like, where did everyone go? Uh, he might still be building his thousand ships. Yeah. Uh, we don't know. I mean, the timeline is just so odd. Uh, he could be headed... He could He could have finished. He could be headed there. We could be looking at a battle at sea mm-hmm. uh, between, between two fleets, which would be neat. Uh, he could... I mean, the only other person he can really get behind right now is Cersei, right? Yeah. Uh, so he could be headed to King's Landing uh, or retreat to King's Landing if he get if he loses at sea. Um, so, I mean, yeah. Cersei needs a king now, so it's mm-hmm. not a bad plan. Yeah, but what a, f- what a fall off that is <laughs> to like... Alright, so first you're married to Robert Baratheon, who like for better or like, especially when she married him originally, was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then you're the queen mother. Then you get betrothed to Lancel, uh, not Lancel, uh, to Loras Tyrell, who, you know, for better or worse, is the heir to a major house. Mm-hmm. If she marries Euron Greyjoy, that'd be like if Jennifer Aniston, after marrying Brad Pitt, and now being married to Justin Thoreau. If Justin Thoreau died, and she married, like... Polly Shore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like Polly Shore. Or like, like, it's a big deal, like, I guess in his own way, with, like... Yeah, I'm like... excited to see Polly Shore, but yeah, no one really cares. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it, like, being, like, marrying the guy from, like, the ShamWow commercials... And he's like, yeah, I guess he's a public figure. Like, I, yeah. he's probably made a decent amount of money, but, like, are you guys on the same level? Euron would be more like... I would say he's more like an Aaron Carter. Like, okay. he minus the meth. But yeah. I think, like, became famous because of someone else. And then, like, kind of, like, just rode that train and, like, passed him a little bit. And then just kind of faded away. Yeah. But it's still there. If he does end up with her... That is that is a pretty gruesome twosome. Oh, it is yeah. gruesome twosome, yeah. But I mean, he's got to he's got to be a better talker than uh, than what he did for the Kings movie. Like him being like, "Theon's got no cock," <laughs> is not going to woo Cersei. No. Yeah. No. Uh, you just went through the line of people that she she was betrothed to. Uh-huh. Uh, she, oh, there's another one there too, which was originally she was betrothed to Rhaegar Targaryen. That's, yeah. that's where I was going. Um, she was supposed to, uh, get with Rhaegar, uh, and then Ares, uh, put the kibosh on that. Yeah. Which, uh, many people believe, uh, helped spawn a whole lot of problems. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, there's that. Uh, a lot of problems come when, uh, you fuck up marriage, marriage within, uh, Westeros, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beyond the Wall. Mm. To Bran. Uh, so... Bran is training <clears throat> training with the Three-Eyed Raven. Uh, there is a White Walker attack after he dumbly does... Uh, he, he sneaks back into the Matrix to uh, take a peek around, mm-hmm. uh, gets touched by uh, the Night's King, and then, boom, we know we know where you're at and we're coming for you. Uh, Hodor dies uh, oh. in the attack, uh, as does uh, cho- the remaining Children of the Forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Three-Eyed Raven dies... But Benjen's back. Benjen leaves. 
Oh. Engine's back and you're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> hey now, hey now. Uh, so Benjamin's back. So Benjamin's back. Benjamin leaves, uh, and we learn that Lyanna Stark and Rhaegar Targaryen are in fact Jon Snow's parents. Yep. Mother and father. Wow. wow. A lot of debate going on on the internet. Is Jon Snow a bastard still? Do the tar like did Rhaegar secretly marry Lyanna? Guys, if it like, what if all that if like you think all that happened just so that they'd make him a bastard? I mean, maybe, but it still means something. There's it means something. Mm-hmm. Um, if nothing else, it means that he is now tangentially related. To Daenerys and Sansa without being either of their brothers. Um, yeah. Which is an interesting place to be. It's like it's like an it's like an interesting place to be, but pretty good in terms of marriage potential in Game of Thrones, I would say. Yeah. Uh, he is Daenerys nephew. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay. Uh, Whitney? Um, just on the Bran storyline. Yeah. Anything with Bran or specifically the uh, Jon Snow parentage? Uh, I feel like everyone knew it was coming, right? Like, they just dangled it in front of us for a long time. And, like, I like that they made it wait until, like, what was that, the last episode? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I feel like everyone already figured that one out. It's a weird phenomenon of the internet, though. Yeah. Because that shit never would have occurred to me. Oh, yeah, I would have never. Without, the, without everybody on the internet making it make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the um, internet didn't exist, and if we weren't doing a podcast, I think I would have been a little more blown away uh, by it. But even then, I might have been like, so who, who, who's, who, what, what's going on, you know? Yeah. Um... Tara Demi, a uh, friend of ours uh, and future uh, uh, podcast uh, panelist, I'm sure, uh, has been binging on the series. Uh-huh. She just finished uh, episode one or two of season six. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm curious what her experience is, because I don't believe she's read the books, but she's binging the series going like through. So her retention rate is going to be a little better than, say... Uh, if somebody watches the show, um... But yeah, I think if people didn't tell me everything that was like, oh, all these series, yeah, I don't think I would've... I don't know if I would've been shocked or just very confused and like, okay. Yeah. He's got a baby. Yeah. Yeah. They did drop, uh, stuff about it, not just in this season, but in, in seasons leading up to this, but for a non... For non-book readers and people not um, doing podcasts about the show, I can't. I don't know. I just. I, I'm going to want to talk to somebody. I got to be honest. As a book reader, like, and again, I, it's hard to remember like where my mindset was ten years ago. Um, but I remember. I remember being vaguely interested in who Jon Snow's potential parent was. Like, I was like, oh man, like I wonder, like. Yeah. what his background is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never, like, 
I don't remember ever thinking to myself, like, oh, it was somebody, like, he's not Ned's son if nobody else, you know? Yeah, well, he is uh, the titular ice and fire, right? Isn't that the whole thing? He is the song of, of ice and fire, because he's got that stark blood and the uh, the fire. Yeah, and technically, that. like, yeah, that the yeah. idea. I mean, there, you know, who, we haven't had that defined yet, but that's something that, like, Rhaegar was, like, obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Um, was that there needed to be somebody who was, like... <laughs> You know, a child. Uh, like, I guess that that that's one way that it works. But at, like everything, it seems to work in a couple different levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Bran? What about Hodor? Bran has to do something awesome now. Like, I feel like he's just been drug along, just like going on these fun little into the Matrix. Like, he better do something awesome. Yeah. Um, what about like we talk about like things having a purpose, right? Yeah. What is what was the Three-Eyed Raven's purpose? I guess to uh, at least get Bran on the right path. And so what is the right path? Like, he taught Bran how to see through trees. Mm-hmm. He saw him how to look, watch Treevee. Um, yeah, Treevee, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what does, like... So like so like through the three eyed raven we learned what Jon Snow's parentage is. What else is there for Bran to do now? Like what is like what did he learn from the three eyed raven that was so important? What can he do because of the three eyed raven? Uh he knows that well he he knows that he can know a whole lot of things, that's one thing. Uh mm-hmm. that he can he has access to a whole lot of information. Um he's basically a, a computer. Uh as long as he's I guess near one of these um uh, Ethernet ports. Um, so there's that. Uh, he also saw how the White Walkers were made, mm-hmm. um, and they were made with dragon glass, right? Mm-hmm. Which stands to reason why they can be killed with with dragon glass, I guess. Uh, so he has that knowledge that he can pass a little bit more widely, uh, get on the wire to every squadron around the world, and tell them how to bring these sons of bitches down. Mm-hmm. Don't see Independence Day 2, by the way. Not good? No, it stunk. Is Will Smith in that? No. Mike, you told... Oh, actually, that's untrue. Uh, he is in it. His portrait is hanging in the White House. Stupid. <laughs> hey, let's take the one good thing about Independence Day 1 and uh, leave it out of the movie. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of like Independence Day 2, they used all their stunt doubles. <laughs> was Jeff Goldblum in it? And, and a, a subpar script. Uh, Jeff Goldblum was in it, wow. and he was he was his own stunt double. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you told me to see it. You said, David, if you ever if you want to feel like more confident in your ability to write, see <laughs> this movie because you will never make anything as bad as this movie. Yeah. With for that purpose, sure. Um, but I was I was uh, quoting uh, Luke. Oh, right. Luke Field. Friend of the podcast. A uh, friend of the podcast. Um, <laughs> Who's never once talked about this podcast. Um, so, yeah, yeah. See the, see the movie if you want to feel better about your life mm. as a creative person, since no one wants your... Uh, since no one wants <laughs> your, your, your fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they leave it... Well, if this is a spoiler, uh, here's the alert. Do they leave it open for uh, Independence Day 3? They do. 
Nice. Unbelievable. They do. Like they even and need, I will see it. Like, <laughs> like, why do they even need to leave it open? Like, if aliens exist, which is the premise of this movie, then once aliens exist, they can attack any time because the universe is vast and infinite. So it's just different aliens. Yeah. <laughs> but we got to leave it open for a sequel. Except this time it wasn't even different aliens. Same aliens. <laughs> Same yeah. aliens. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But I thought we killed all the aliens in the first one. We did. But they had friends. All right. Yeah, Any, we're the anyway. Same ones. Yeah. Um, so, Bran, he's probably, again, we'll, we'll have plenty of time to speculate, but it's, he, he, it's assumed that he's going to the wall. Um, mm-hmm. I think we saw as much. Um, Benjen can't, can't get in there. Benjen left. Uh, so he's going to go to the wall. Uh, Ed will be there, uh, I guess, as yeah. still acting Lord Commander. Uh, maybe, maybe he becomes uh, interim sort of maester in a way. You think he's going to stay at the wall? I don't think he's going to stay at the wall, um, very long at least. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe he kind of fills in doing, he's going to, he has access to a whole lot of stuff. A lot of info that could be super useful and things that different things that they can maybe do to the wall to help protect it. I don't know. Because I feel like they gave a big gift of like when the dead guy was like, the the wall has all this magic in it. Yeah. Well, see you later. It's like, okay, that's probably important. Yeah. That wall's come tumbling down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just for me, it's like, yeah, when, like, I don't know, how can you get the Mark of the Night's King and then be like, all right, I'm going to go to the... Like, I just... Like, the thing that, like, this... The Night's King wasn't allowed to cross this threshold, Mm -hmm. and now he can because of me. So I'm going to take him to another threshold that he can't cross. And, like, go through it. And go past it. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Bran's got to know at least that much. Yeah. Uh, And why not kill yourself? (laughs) You know? Uh, like for the for the greater good, so he's got to have a bigger purpose. That going through the wall kind of makes sense for him to do. Possibly, well, or maybe to... his purpose. Maybe his purpose has been like completely obscured this whole time, and his purpose is Fuck secretly <laughs> as a vehicle for the Knights King to get into Westeros. Yeah. Uh, if we if you remember, I I had the theory that the Three Eyed Raven. Was in fact Bran, just an older, Bran an older version yeah. of of Bran, uh, and he's in a little bit of a time loop. Yeah, I mean that still could happen, right? Yeah, he can go through, do his do his thing, and the and the series ends with um, him like planting him. himself in the tree. Yeah, someone's telling me I'm not the greatest at now, but what's the wall built by someone named like Bran the Builder? Bran the Builder, yeah. Mm-hmm. So someone's like, is that him in, like, a different time? Like, is it just this Bran guy just going around? Yeah, well, there was there has been many Brands, Brandons, Brandon Starks over the over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Stark was Ned's brother, too, right? Yes. Or does he get to the point where he's so good at warging that he can actually do stuff when he's in these, like, matrixes? So it's like... He's building the wall, but he's, like, back in a matrix. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? I really want to see Bran warg into, like, a hundred deadites. <laughs> and just shut them down. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to do something pretty cool. 
All right. Uh, so with that, we are going to end part one of our Game of Thrones season six wrap up. Um, the second half will be out next week. Uh, so thank you, Whitney. Thank you, David. And uh, bye. Bye. bye.